Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What do you do when your partner is fixated on thinking people are out to get them? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, girlfriend, 24-year-old female, said I'm, 26-year-old male, being disrespectful for planning to go hiking with a friend. I live in the UK and I have a range of hobbies that go from reading and playing video games to hiking and sailing. My girlfriend shares some of the hobbies, but not really any of the outdoors ones. When I was at university, I was part of hiking clubs and sailing clubs, but since moving home, none of my friends nearby are interested in that. We met up with a mutual friend of ours last week and she was talking about her new photography business. She said she goes on hikes nearby and photographs the views. My girlfriend mentioned that I love hiking but never have anyone to go with. Our friend said I could always join her and mentioned to my girlfriend that she's also welcome to come. She then mentioned a hike she was going on in a couple of weeks and invited us. I accepted the invite but my girlfriend declined it. When we got home, my girlfriend said I should not be going hiking with another woman. She said it's disrespectful and that I should cancel the trip. I asked why, and she just repeated that it's disrespectful and that I shouldn't have agreed to go in the first place. I don't see why I should have to cancel plans with a friend, but my girlfriend is insistent I'm being disrespectful towards her. I pointed out that she was also invited and is choosing not to come, but she didn't respond to that. I'm not really sure what to do here. Does anyone have any advice on how to handle this situation? It's weird because in this situation your partner almost played matchmaker as far as getting that hiking trip going. But then immediately when it's being proposed and they're like, oh, that's a great idea, the girlfriend immediately goes, no, that's a terrible idea. I don't want you to have one-on-one time with them. I think there's maybe an insecurity or an irrationality that one-on-one time on a hiking trip with somebody of the opposite gender might lead to something. I mean, really, I think trying to just talk through it is the best bet here. Is your relationship capable of having that discussion where if somebody says they're not comfortable with something, you guys can talk it through and try to understand why both sides are feeling that way? Or is it the kind where it gets all shut down and you can't talk about that? Also, hi. I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, My boyfriend, 27-year-old male, seems to think that I, 26-year-old female, have to care and be sad about his cheating? He told me he cheated and started crying and all. I wasn't surprised as he does something stupid every time we have any disagreements. Honestly, all I felt was a big relief. I'd been thinking about telling my family about him, but I dodged the bullet. It have ended up a big embarrassment, but now they'll never know he even exists. Of course, it does extinguish any attraction I have towards him and I'd never marry him, but the apology gift is very nice and I don't care enough to ruin that for myself. But besides that, I'm launching a new business soon, and this is not the time to be emotional, break up, move out, take revenge, etc. My job and this business are going to mean a whole lot more to me in a year, even five years, than any of this nonsense. To me, being at peace and getting along well at home is more important right now, so I've been cool, gracious, and focused on work. 
However, he keeps constantly disturbing me during the day asking why I don't care, if I'm not jealous of him, how sad he is, etc. He keeps taking jabs at me too, which does actually irritate me. I feel like he wants me to feel as low as he does, but I don't get it. If you make a mistake, why would someone letting you off easy be a problem? Definitely feel like there's a manipulation card trying to be put into play here. Come on, become emotionally vulnerable and open yourself up to me. You know me cheating and being honest about it hurts you so bad that you need some reassurance and love in this moment that I can provide for you. Either that or it's an even colder thing where he just wants the validation of knowing you cared at all, just to feel like he got one up over you. This next story is husband, 28-year-old male, disapproving of my 31-year-old female tattoos. I, 31-year-old female, have two small tattoos and one larger piece on my upper arm. When I met my now husband, 28-year-old male, I had the two small ones. He never said anything about disliking them. I messed around with some temporary half-sleeve tattoos one day and just put it on. Not a big deal to me. He came home from work, panicked, and was livid back when we were just dating. I didn't quite understand his concern. One, it was fake and two, I already had two tattoos. Although I never expressed interest in getting more, honestly was in school, broke and afraid to get too much because job prospects, I was never against the thought, hence why I try to half sleeve temporary tattoo. Fast forward to about to get married, been dating for 4-5 to five years at this point, my grandmother passed and I wanted to get a larger piece on my upper arm with florals and a hummingbird to remember her. I made the appointment without him knowing because I was afraid of his reaction, since he freaked out about a temporary tattoo, and then as it got closer, after we got married, I told him my intentions. At that point, I could have still backed out of getting it. He had an absolute meltdown. So mad, calling them trashy and ugly, etc. Made it seem like even though I was hearing his opinion, I was stubborn and selfish for doing what I wanted to anyway. I got it. We've had off and on arguments about tattoos since then because I want to fill out the piece into a floral half-sleeve. So again, I bring it up to him because an artist I want to go to has opened their books. I'm trying to tread carefully because I know how he doesn't like them, but trying to be open and communicative this time. He's not having it, throwing a fit, and berating me for bringing it up again when I know how much he dislikes them. We have complete opposite opinions, although I'd never get head-to-toe tattooed. Any suggestions to facilitate having this discussion and coming to an understanding? I realize there's not really a compromise with tattoos. You either do or you don't. Thanks. I mean, considering this guy's absolute firm reaction here i don't know if there's any acquiescing to it i think you either go through with it and you do what you want to do to your body and you accept that he's going to hate it and he's going to make a fit about it i don't know if he's willing to like blow the whole relationship up over it but you either go through with it knowing that he's not going to be happy with it or you don't do what you want to do for yourself solely out of the fear that you're going to make him upset I don't know if that really sets a good precedent, but I wouldn't blame OP for picking either side. Either way, I definitely think his reaction is pretty over the top. Is he even capable of having some kind of actual discussion about this? This next story is, girlfriend, 34-year-old female, has been bringing up marriage and I'm 32-year-old male, still not ready. My girlfriend and I started dating just under a year and a half ago. When we first started dating, she made it clear that she eventually wanted to get married and start a family. I was open to the possibility of marriage and children down the road, but I just moved to a new state and started a new job. I also wasn't in the best financial situation at the time, still not to spend 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Thousands on a wedding and bring another child into this world. In the beginning, I told her that I would probably need at least two years before I felt ready for marriage. She didn't seem thrilled about waiting two years, but it also wasn't a deal breaker for her either at the time. Lately, she's been bringing up marriage and children regularly. Her best friend just got married last year and is expecting a child soon. And now, her younger sibling just announced their pregnancy. My girlfriend makes at least twice as much as I do and she already owns a house. She's ready to start a family and I'm not. I love my girlfriend but unfortunately I can't in good conscience propose to her until my financial situation improves. Especially now that my student loan payments have resumed. I've been living paycheck to paycheck spending most of what I earn on rent, groceries and student loans. I have a 15 year old car that's breaking down nearly every other month. I just think it would be incredibly irresponsible for me to get married and start a family when I have so much debt and virtually zero savings. It wouldn't be fair to my girlfriend or a potential child. I understand that her window of opportunity for having children is closing due to her age and it fills me with so much guilt that I might be wasting her time. I love her and I'm terrified that I still won't have my life together in time. I would feel awful if she was unable to have children because of me. I just don't know what to do. I just feel like OP has no real conviction here. If having your finances not fully in order and unsure if you will means you do not want to get married, you should be able to say with conviction that you're not ready for, I don't know, another year? I mean, I just don't think it's fair to say, well, I'm not really sure when I'm going to get my finances in order, but once I do, I'll be ready then, just 
keep on waiting. I mean, what does look right for OP? How much do they need to be making? How good does their situation need to get to in order for things to work out? And is there a timeline where that can be achieved? Or is this just an indefinite, well, we'll just wait and see? Our next story is, girlfriend made joke that upset me, still mad the next day, need advice on how to stop being angry at her, me, 19-year-old male, her, 21-year-old female, my grandmother died yesterday, her husband caved her chest in while attempting CPR. My father, the strongest man I know, broke down crying in my arms. My entire family was inconsolable. We are a Native American family, and the church on our reserve where the funeral will be held forbids any Native American traditional ceremonies. I told my girlfriend of about a month and a half this, and about how angry I was that they won't allow any sort of ceremony. Fast forward after that day of chaos, I'm sitting at home and get a call from her where she, while laughing with friends, states, Isn't it funny how your grandma's funeral got colonized? I, after hearing this, hung up, shut my phone down, threw it across the room and broke down. I almost never cry, but that set me over the edge. Later on, when I get my crap together, I turn my phone back on to her frantically apologizing and begging for forgiveness while saying how badly she wants to walk into traffic for what she said. Supposedly, her native friend said I might laugh at that, so she relayed it to me. Then she broke down crying, sitting on the curb, unable to drive. I then had to go pick her up tell her I forgive her and drive her home and stay with her until she calmed down. I'm still upset the next day. She did honestly apologize and this is the first time I've been angry the day after already receiving an apology. I've had multiple long-term relationships in the past and usually managed to calm myself down after a few hours. How do I stop being angry at her? I get that she freaked up and I forgive the action, but I'm still harboring anger towards her and wish I wasn't. I think the real red flag here is OP was the one that was affected, and immediately after having that negative reaction, the girlfriend breaks down to the point where the roles are reversed and OP has to comfort and be there for her in that moment? I would feel like my conflicting feelings would come from that. That in that moment, they hurt you and you felt compelled to give some compassion back to them because they were the one upset. I'm not saying that they're trying to willfully manipulate OP, but when they make a mistake and they upset somebody and they apologize, start crying and then saying, well, I'm just going to walk into traffic. Is it not close to that? Our next story is, should I be upset my boyfriend asked me to lose weight? My 24-year-old female, boyfriend, 27-year-old male of two and a half years brought up losing weight, which I don't mind, but I absolutely hated his delivery. He asked if I'd been working out because we're currently living apart. I let him know that I started and my goal was 15 pounds. He said, that's good, but let's try for 30, which I found to be so rude. I asked him why he was even bringing up my weight because it's a topic I'm super sensitive about, especially with the year I've had in 2023 anxiety, depression, miscarriage. I asked if that was something that would affect our relationship. He mentioned it would not, but he also said he would be more attracted to me if I lost about 35 pounds and looked how I did when we first got together. I just don't like his phrasing, the whole, let's try for 30, like as if this is a group decision to be made. Some people may say that he's just being honest, but to me, it doesn't feel right and wouldn't sit right with me having a partner say, yeah, I mean, if you lost 30 pounds, I'd be a lot more attracted to you, essentially. Our next story is, if I, 29-year-old male, decide to separate from my wife, 27-year-old female, what would be the first steps? My wife and I did our best, but we both have mental health issues and I'm realizing I might have made a mistake by marrying her because I have no clue what I want in life. 
Deep down, I feel like we love each other, but we treat each other so badly and I'm just not sure if it can work anymore. I'm tearing up just writing this. She's been my everything from day one, but the truth is, I feel like I'm not happy with her. Also, the bedroom is dead because of both of our issues. I'm not sure if I'll be happy with anyone else either, let alone by myself. Just in case I should decide to leave, what would be the first steps? We have one child and I live in Virginia. We've been married for almost five years. I'm willing to pay child support, but I don't make that much to begin, and I don't have any family in the area. I mean, if OP wants to try to save it, I would try couples therapy, but if OP thinks it's over or they just otherwise want out... Unless OP thinks it's something that can be done amicably, a lawyer really is the first place he would go. Our next story is, boyfriend, 33-year-old male, ghosted me, 25-year-old female, before our first trip. What now? So backstory, my boyfriend and I have been officially together for 5 months. Overall, the relationship was going good. A few issues here and there, but they were worked out. Recently, we got into an argument on the phone over something simple. We were talking about height. I'm 5 foot 9 and he's 6 foot. He asked why women like taller men, and I said, well, since I'm a tall woman, 6 foot 5 would be considered tall to me. That offended him and he asked why the height 6 foot 5 was so significant. I told him my dad and brothers are that height. He got really upset to the point that I'd had to get off the phone before things got bad. The next morning I left a voice message apologizing saying I didn't mean to offend him. I also stated that I don't know why he gets offended about these things when he talks about women and dated standards all the time too. He responded two days later saying, it's cool I'm over it. This response frustrated me because I knew he was lying and I at least wanted a phone call. I texted him back saying I'm just going to fall back and he hasn't responded in three days. We were also supposed to go on a Valentine trip this weekend. Was I wrong? I don't know. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Understand why he got so offended and won't communicate with me. I mean, I think this guy sounds really, really immature. I think if he's willing to blow things up over that, it's for the best and honestly saved you a lot of wasted time and potentially heartache. This next story is, she wants to bring her female friend on the second date. Why? How should I react? A few days ago, I, male 22, went on a date with this girl, female 29. It went okay and she said a few times at the end and the day after that we should go out again. She even insisted on paying and said, you'll get it next time. So I guess she really genuinely wants to go out again. Although I'm also not sure why she insisted on paying the whole bill. But one thing really imprinted on me and I can't stop thinking about it. On the end of the date, she hugged me and as we were going apart, she casually asked if she could bring a female friend next time. Not thinking about what she said and being kind of nervous and overwhelmed because I didn't date for a longer time, I was like, yeah, sure. I don't know why I said it because I'd really just like the two of us going out. A few minutes later, she texted me and we're still texting and she didn't bring it up anymore. Is this a bad sign? 
How should I respond if she brings it up again? Another reason why I'm confused that she wants to bring a friend is because she mentioned once how she likes being around me more than being around other people. That she likes when it's just the two of us spending time together and that when we are together, we ignore everyone around us. So if OP wants the truest answer, they probably should just ask them. You know, ask them, hey, is this like a formal datey thing or is this just like a friend get together? I mean, really, communication is key. Our next story is my female 28, boyfriend male 28, refuses to cut his hair and it's affecting our sex life. It's exactly what the title says. He's African American and so he has beautiful hair. However, for the past seven years, he has refused to cut or do anything with it. He had shorter hair when we met and has let it grow out since then. It's not a matter of styling because he can do what he pleases, but his hair just looks bad. Imagine not cutting curly hair for seven years. It just looks dead. In the past three years, it's gotten bad. The ends are super dead in varying lengths. It really turns me off now, and I don't want to hook up because it's a reminder amongst other things that he doesn't even take care of himself. And when I've brought it up or offered to schedule the appointments for him or, heck, even do it myself, I used to do his braids before, he gets upset and says he wants it like that. I'm sorry to say, but it gives homeless man. And I actually mean it gives homeless man just completely unkept for three years. We broke up a year ago and got back together because he was essentially a man baby, so this is a reminder, or rather extension of that. How would one go about talking more seriously about this and how it's affecting us? I feel he'll get defensive and upset. He doesn't have sensory issues, so it's not a matter of not being able to withstand the haircut. And by now, I don't even want to offer to schedule appointments for him because that makes me even drier. Like, how could I be attracted to that? I'm rambling, but please, I would like opinions and help on how to go about this. I think OP already broke up with this person once, realized you broke up and got back together over him being a man baby, and he's just kind of continuing the behavior. Is this somebody you really want to keep wasting your time on? Somebody that won't take care of themselves? You try to intervene and help them out, and they just turn you down and keep splashing around in the bathtub with their floaties on, not wanting to get out. This next story is, I, 26-year-old female, don't want to live with my 35-year-old female partner anymore. I don't think I want to continue living with my partner. We've been together for six years, lived with each other for four years. We've had quite a few ups and downs within this time, but I like to think we can get through anything. I don't want to live with her anymore, not even necessarily end everything, but we haven't been intimate in like 8 months and I just feel like we've completely strayed from our cute and lighthearted beginning. Also, she's messy, like doesn't care that she's left stuff everywhere, and I don't know if I can live like this much longer. The part that doesn't get better with time, no matter how many times she says she'll work on it, I want more to life and I don't think she can give it to me. I don't hate her and I definitely do still love her, but my question is, what should I do about this? Do you continue on if you suddenly don't want to share spaces with them anymore? I mean, I think it's important for you to want to share a space with your partner. I feel like if you don't want to live with your partner or be close to them, what really is the point? I would try to identify the most important issues to OP, try to talk them through and understand where both sides are, and if it's not something that can work out to be reasonably good for both of you to live together happily, I think it's for the best to split than try to keep things together separately. I don't really see how that would work. Our next story is, worried my boyfriend and I aren't compatible. My 28-year-old female, boyfriend, 28-year-old male, have been together for 5 years. 
We had a really long honeymoon phase, and the past two years, I worry we're not compatible. I suffer really badly with anxiety, and he has a really stressful job. We rarely fight, and when we do, it's similar issues coming up all the time. Some of the issues that come up is about seeing each other's family. I stopped putting in the effort with his mother and sisters because he never makes an effort with mine. We've talked about it and he's seen mine twice. I haven't seen his yet though due to work and personal commitments on the days he's going to see them. I would also like to add I see his dad quite frequently and have a really good relationship with him. He has no relationship with any of my family really. Another issue is he felt we weren't spending enough time together and he said he would like to come home to a meal once in a while and have dinner together. I was working late and seeing friends and family after work and not coming home until bedtime. I have since made it my business to have dinner with him after work most days. He usually cooks though. I think I was avoiding him because the communication is not great. We don't talk much, he's pretty quiet, and I'm struggling to make conversation with him a lot of the time. I don't struggle like this with anyone else. Maybe because I don't see anyone as much as him? I don't know. This has made me want to avoid dates and stuff that don't include an activity, like dinner, due to it making me very anxious not talking. I would usually go on my phone when I feel like that, but he said that he doesn't like that. I've been conscious of this, so I force a conversation which is sometimes painful. Our sex life isn't great either, I initiate most of the time, I don't remember the last time he did, and I would say a lot of the time he declines. I've put this down to stress. I brought this up last night saying, I don't remember the last time he initiated, and he said I'm rude and turned his back and went to sleep. I came onto Reddit and looked through some posts that were from people in similar situations and got really upset and worried because a lot of the comments were saying that they were simply not compatible and to find someone else. He woke up and asked what's wrong and I told him I feel like we're not compatible. He got annoyed at me and said I'm overreacting and that he has enough going on. He did tell me a few days ago he's really stressed and feeling quite down. He also said I'm crying because he's not touching me and I said no, I'm crying because I'm worried we're not compatible. And we had a bit of an argument and he brought up some stuff he was harboring, saying I haven't made an effort with his family and that he wants to come home to a meal once in a while, etc. I said that I see his dad and that if we do a weekly shop, I'll make a meal every second day. I've asked to do weekly shops a few times and he said a lot of stuff goes to waste. He would rather go to the shop every day and I do be too tired after work to be going around the shops. He said that's fine and I apologized for getting upset when he's going through stuff But I also pointed out that this is a common theme in our arguments, that when I raise an issue, he has a list of things to throw in my face that I end up apologizing for and my issues never get addressed. I told him I feel like he's not attracted to me and it makes me feel crap initiating all the time. He said he's not changing, it's the way he is basically. I said that we could stick a pin in it and sort it when he's feeling better because I felt so bad bringing it up when he's not feeling good. He said, no, sort it out now, what can he do? I said, I really don't know. And he didn't talk to me after that for a few minutes, so I rolled around and went to sleep. He also said that he doesn't feel like the incompatibility is a problem. We've known for quite a while now that we're completely opposite. He thinks I should talk it out with someone else and figure out what I want. I know this post focused on a lot of bad things in our relationship, but there are many good aspects, and we have grown a lot since we've been together, both emotionally and professionally. He's my best friend in the world and I love him. I'm just so worried that we're not compatible, and these issues are not something that we can just overcome if we're just really different people. Is there anyone else going through something similar, or can someone offer some advice please? 
He's gone to work now and I don't know what to say to him. I don't want to carry on the fight, just feel so awkward. I mean, admittedly, it does sound like there's a bit of an incompatibility. OP has a certain desire or expectation. It sounds to me like their partner is very happy at not quite that level. I think the greatest issue here is the lack of commitment from him on wanting to work through things or recognizing that there's even an issue to begin with. I think you can have a relationship where you're not really like the most in sync or share like tons of hobbies, but like you have to want to make it work. They have to understand that you're not bringing up these issues as an attack or to cause an argument, but to try to make things better for the both of you. This next story is my 28-year-old male, girlfriend, 27-year-old female, expects expensive gifts and I'm not sure if I should crush her expectations from now. My new girlfriend, two months, has a desire and more so, indirectly communicated expectation of expensive gifts. In her past relationships, she's only received expensive gifts, even if the man was broke and it was his last dollar. So I think this residual has stuck. To give context, I come from a Middle Eastern culture, although was born in the USA. I make a decent living. I have a software engineering job and a real estate business. I worked my butt off in life, saving each dollar I made outside of traveling to invest in my real estate business. I grew up impoverished, was a failure in high school. Graduated second in my engineering college class working 40 to 60 hours and 4.0 to my master's. My girlfriend just started a job again for the first time since November. This week is a medical assistant. She has 60000 plus of debt and is starting nursing school in March. She has a past bachelor's degree but had dreams of getting into very competitive graduate programs that she has gotten rejected for but did get into pharmacy. She lived a life from her parents in which money was a taboo subject and everything she ever wanted, her mom gave her. For perspective, when we're together, I do pay for everything, dinner, groceries, drinks, activities, etc. With Valentine's coming up, I've learned from her sister she's expecting a gift that's around $700. Don't get me wrong, I can afford this, but if I set the expectations to what she's expecting now, I know that I will screw myself later. Her birthday is March. Does that mean I have to top my Valentine's gift right away? This is also the beginning of the relationship, so I don't think it's reasonable. Update, talk to my girlfriend directly, conversation didn't go well, she said I put a value on her happiness and that it should be her happiness first, then the money. She then tried to have a second conversation and said, I don't care about the cost of the gift. Lastly, she posed a question for me, would you be willing to spend on something that doesn't make sense to you to make me happy without you being upset about it or bothered that you're doing it? This is, of course, if we have money and all our bills are paid, aka disposable income, We came to the conclusion that we don't see eye to eye on this topic. We're not doing Valentine's anymore and are tabling this conversation until we can get into an agreement. I cannot lie, if I were in OP shoes and I found out that my partner is expecting expensive gifts, every chance they can get, I would feel like this is probably not the relationship for me. I can totally understand expecting some gesture or even a gift. But wanting $700 rings three months into our relationship just because it's Valentine's Day, shoot, unless I was made of money, that kind of thing is just not going to be possible. It just doesn't sound like the road to a healthy relationship for me. Our next story is, my 31-year-old female, husband, 34-year-old male, thinks people at his work are out to get him. My husband finished schooling for a trade around four months ago and immediately started a new job within the field. 
I was laid off two months ago and he encouraged me to take this time off and stay home with our two-year-old daughter until she's ready for her school program starting in August of this year. A few weeks ago, he had freaked out as he was getting ready for work, saying he feels unsafe at his new job and thinks people are out to get him. These feelings are not uncommon as he's felt the same way about the people at his school and his previous job as a delivery driver. His car was broken into and he feels like it was someone from his work, even though I expressed that car break-ins are not uncommon at our apartment complex and he left tools visible in his car and that's why it was broken into. Yesterday he left work early and was expressing he doesn't want to go back. This obviously freaks me out as it will leave us with no income and no health insurance for our family and I'm worried about his mental health. Nothing I say brings him comfort and he presses that there's more he's not telling me and won't tell me regarding this situation. I've suggested he's had these problems with him everywhere he goes and he may be the problem, which only makes him angry and makes him feel like he's alone because I don't trust him and think he's crazy. I don't know what to do or think. Honestly, it sounds to me like something that's out of Reddit and OP's pay grade. It sounds to me like really what he needs is some kind of therapy. Problem is, a lot of people in those situations, they don't want to go to it or they don't think they need it. I don't envy anybody in a situation where they feel like they should advocate and push for somebody to go to a therapy or a psychiatrist when the person you're telling that to will think it's a staunch attack on them and that it's nonsense. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.